we can't we could send a man to a moon but we can't hit a yes button is that what is that where we're at we can't do that and we can't get a actual key to a hotel room that if it touches your cell phone it won't self-destruct and turn into just like a fucking like fucking piece of plastic it's yeah, insane yeah, yeah. That's yeah. this diabolical look your your card can get you in anywhere unless it touches your <laughs> wallet with other credit cards <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand damn sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 194 for your eardrums. Guys, who's a favorite? Please subscribe, leave five stars, choose an email at it may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me as always, batting 1000 on getting that longer part of the wishbone. Most awesome. Oh, you know, the technique is, is, is turn it, it in, turn it into your, yeah. So yep. I, I feel like I feel like that's akin to like uh like arm wrestling technique. It is. I, I robbed it from that. <laughs> I was like, how like- do I how do I dominate all my relatives <laughs> in arm wrestling? Same technique. What's the rule in the wishbone? Like, do the smallest kids get it? Like, how how do you decide? Are there multiple? Is there a wishbone? Is good it call. the biggest good question? Bone? Very good question. Depends on the family that's getting t- together uh when we have lots of family we've done the two the deuce turkeys right we've gone the traditional smoked slow cooked turkey and the deep fried turkey have you had deep fried turkey brandana i I think so isn't there a problem with deep fried turkey like it's something if you don't do it like it can't be frozen or it explodes or something that's oh it's fucking dangerous yes it is dangerous (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh can't be frozen and you got to be very careful about the oil level that you fill up but it is tasty, and it cooks in a fraction of the second uh, of, of the time. It cooks in like thirty minutes. It's nuts. Oh, no matter what the size, you just like get in, get out, like turn. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe the size adds like a couple minutes to it, but not much. I mean, if you know, it is a it is a dunk, and you're out. Um, and it tastes a little like a oh, it tastes like French fries a little bit. Let's go. Cause I always felt like when my, when I first took over Thanksgiving, always my favorite holiday. We know it. we're going to say it all the time. Yep. We say yep. Best times. holiday. Yep. We were, we're Best on holiday. it. Um, but I do feel like once I got into the Turkey game where it's just like, cause there, there's that level, like when I first moved to LA, it was still like, you know, you know, engaged couples hosting, but yeah. eventually you get off to the thing where it's just like, Oh, I'm going to host now. It's just like, this is the last missing piece. How do I cook this bird? Uh, always underestimate how long it takes. Yes. It takes for fucking ever. Yes. Yeah. Timing is timing is the fucking that's how you know you're cooking is not about like yep, you're how right. it tastes. It's mm-hmm. literally it's literally all about timing, making sure it all comes together hot out at the same time. That's the fucking biggest thing of Thanksgiving dinner or any dinner, I will say. Yeah, absolutely. You got to get those all going. And I like that. I like when like you kind of got like four burners going, you're moving yep. a little bit, like you're really not always happening with my turkey tacos, because usually that's just like cook the ground turkey and then <laughs> grab the salsa, the cheese, the lettuce out of the fridge, that that. Uh, how's your guys' dance? Um, you guys host, like, do you do like the bird? Does she do like all the trimmings? Is it flip that? She does the bird, you do all the trimmings, like. Is it one person in the kitchen, the other person get out and watch the kids? Like, what's the dance look like? Good, good. Yeah, well, we, we've been traveling the last few, so we have not been hosting. When we did host, uh, I predominantly have been on bird duty 
and she's been on Dr. Mrs. A commission has been on side. She makes us her, her famous stuffing, um, you know, any of the other sides, the salads, the, you know, the vegetables that go along with it. Absolutely. She's on that. Um, but yeah, the bird, that's all me. Cause that's great. Cause we like, I like to cook in the smoker. That's my thing. I like doing that. I like the slow cooking. I like the, the brining. Don't forget to brine your turkeys, y'all. If you're slow cooking your turkey, infusing that white meat with some some savory juices. And there's there's brines that you can look all over. Got to get yourself a nice nice sized pot in order to do it. And if you have a uh, a second fridge in the garage, key for brining. You don't want to take up that valuable real estate inside the house. Well, yeah, it's just got to hang out in the fridge. It's just yeah. is it salt water on it, and it just Bas- hangs out. Yeah, basically, don't ruin the fucking surprise. But you can throw like oregano and other spices on top of it really fucking get nuts with it go crazy yeah i like is it a massage like you rub it in like do you just kind of like so, take a baster and like i, I do i do this the the submersion so you have like you know uh water submerged in there for up to 24 hours you take it off you let it dry you know what i mean you don't put a wet bird in there but basically that salt water what it does is is infuse and pulls water and moisture and seasonings that you put in there into the bird. Then when you slow cook it, you put it on there uh, over time, it's not going to let all that juices out. It's going to sit there. I also like to get a nice little turkey uh, uh, like broth or, or chicken broth will work in there to go in this in the uh, in the slow cooker to go kind of steam up and get get the birds and get the drippings and all that good stuff it's excellent it's excellent yeah the only thing that's got more juices sealed in than most Uh-oh. awesome bird episode 194 <laughs> still got it bro i'm nice. uh, gonna rip from the headlines we're taking gonna take a look at the nfl playoff picture we do a little you hear about this that's right me just reading yahoo headlines and we're we'll talking to those in my, in my pairing tip to talk about holidays and consistency of schedule. Gonna take a yes, little sir. look at that. We know that MA loves and swears by. Gotta keep it consistent for the kids. So, how does it work over a four day weekend? Do Neapolitan Showdown talking about top three things you're excited about this train ride? By train ride, we'll let you know what it means. We'll get more into it, but coming up in July. Uh, we'll do Brandon in the gambling corner. Um, pre-game versus in-game spreads you'll see that i did dip below 500 uh and got a little thing i just want to talk about the nfl and what's been going on especially last four weeks with double digit favorites actually losing how do you bet the nfl right now is it worth your time right. if you can't help yourself i'm gonna help you out then we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now Ooh. NFL playoff picture. So we're a little over halfway. Not there's really a halfway point anymore with uh, this 17 game season that's been kind of like throwing everybody off. But taking a look at this luck, uh, we talked about it a little bit, I think, last week, looking about who we thought was our Super Bowl favorites. But why don't we talk about that this week, brother? Well, because we're 11 weeks in, and and still the 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 NFL season continues to flummox us. Uh, and, and, and just confuse us even more. 
we talked up Dallas and Kansas City. Dallas laid a fucking egg. I, I know you've got a rundown on everything, but it's just like what uh, you know, left is right, up is down. W- what's going on in the NFL some day, some weeks? Yeah, it's kind of weird because I even want to say like it feels like past years there's been like all right, like the second tier doesn't look clear, or someone takes over the first tier. But every time you know we feel like a a Tennessee stepping up or a Buffalo is going to take over or a Dallas, that's where it's at. Like they just always kind of drop down. Like, does this NFL season feel different to you? It really does, and I think I do think you kind of nailed it last week. We were talking about the we're in a tr- like a, a, a transition period amongst quarterbacks. I even think a little bit with coaches too. I think we've got, you know, some, some coaches out there that might not be as great as we think that they are, but I definitely think like quarterback play has been very up and down this year. And, and that has made everyone feel uh, on shaky ground when it comes to their, you know, you know, their dominant NFL teams that they're like, all right, book it. This team's winning. Uh, I, I think quarterback play has been a little dicey. Yeah. So let's look at right now, just who are our like seven seeds, our teams in right now, both the AFC and NFC. Let's talk about what we saw from last week. Let's talk about their biggest, their most impressive or most disappointing performance. And then if you see them there at the end, Tennessee Titans, number one seed, you see this team as the first round by, especially after losing to Texans, but let's be fair with the Texans. Like this is a Tyra Taylor, Texas. This is yes. like they're the exact same Texas team. Yeah. A little plucky Texans team. And also uh, not the same Titans, just, you know, offensively. For sure. They've been battling the injury bug too, not just with Derrick Henry. Everyone knows Derrick Henry, but I mean, uh, A.G. Brown twice went out of this game. They lost, obviously, Julio Jones. Yeah, I know he hasn't been playing great as of late, but still that's, you know, he's still going to, he's a competent wide receiver that's going to put a little bit of fear in you, right? Uh, so not having him, and then obviously, you know, you have Tannehill throw four INTs. I think they had five turnovers all together in that game. So I don't care who you are. If you, if you throw four INTs, you know, it's not going to be good. Are they going to be the team in your question to win the bye week? Boy, do they fucking need to be? Do <laughs> they ever need to be? Because uh, I was reading quick today here, they're they're slating or hoping for a Derrick Henry return mid January, which would put them right there in Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. So if they could get that first round bye, the only team this year, remember from last year is different is is now just the top seed has the first round by everyone else has got to play if they get that first round by that's just an extra week for derrick henry to potentially come back off of that broken foot and they fucking need it yeah and also like uh and to most also point he's not talking about because if you look at it right now like home field advantage has been dwindling and doesn't mean yep. shit although i do agree like it means less during the regular season i think right now if you really had to put like you know, just your feet to the fire and like what it meant. Like, I think, you know, it's, it's typically, it used to be traditionally a three point advantage. And now I think it's like down to like one and a half or two points. So not there, but what we are talking about is like getting that extra like week of rest off. And I don't know, like, I think we go through all these divisions, like they'll all kind of have somebody nip at the heels, but yep. uh, the Colts are kind of scary. Colts. I'm glad you brought that up. Started at 0 3 we were kind of in write-offsville. I think only, I think, yeah, I think only there would be the fifth team to start 0-3 and make it to the postseason. Yeah, and 6-2 uh, and two over those last eight games, and obviously this last week against the Bills. 
just looking dominant. I mean, when you have the rushing attack, and this is getting this is this is the difference, right? Everyone's starting to get healthy. Wentz is still staying, stay, you know, starting to play uh, healthier. Uh, you know, uh, Quentin Nelson, their offensive line starting to get there, and their defense have started to uh, show up a little bit. Um, you know, over these last few games, it kind of, you know, they kind of got, uh, you know, blown out of the, uh, out of the, uh, games here pretty early, but they, uh, no, they, they, they've, they've put some good defensive efforts here. Um, last four weeks. Dude, yeah. I think there was a couple of key games. Like, yeah, I think they were, I think they were up on the Ravens. They, they let a couple games slide away. And I think they had that, they had the Rams game where, uh, they were kind of coming back, but then, uh, it was like, Concussion protocol, something, but Stafford got knocked. Uh, as Stafford, um, Wentz, yeah, Wentz, yes, Wentz, that's right, yeah, he got uh, they were playing the Rams and then he Wentz got knocked out, and so you know, they, there was a chance to make that drive, but they put in the back of the quarterback. Uh, yeah, I want to get more on Colts when we talk about the Bills set at the seven seed, but let's go to the two seed right now. So, Titans, right now, you uh, you do like Titans to make the postseason, but not necessarily at the top spot, yeah, I mean, and also like just. Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. We're going to do a gladiator style. Is Titans like, can you picture the Titans making the Super Bowl? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I like the, I, I, the audible, but we are an audio medium here. So, so <laughs> right. Make sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. You can, you can like, or you can, yeah. Ooh, Ooh, like, yes. yeah. Um, I mean, thumbs up, thumbs down to the being the top seed. Is that what you're asking? No, just uh, are they a Super Bowl contender? Can you see them taking taking the chip? Man, I don't. I it's really I tough. I don't. I don't either because it's so hard to tell because we don't know what their best offensive weapon in Derrick Henry's. Yeah, so it's so weird also because I because I think the main concern with the Titans was just like, oh, this is a team that can score points, but we don't know about their defense. And now it's kind of they're the exact opposite. Like right. their defense not looking absolute dog shit but like all their offensive weapons like we're talking about three offensive weapons like three like legit skill players that you know in their position at least like top 15 across the board and three of those kind of off the board or at least questionable yeah yeah i mean although i do i do like them more for the top seed they've got their remaining schedule pats bye week jags Steelers, 49ers dolphins texans i mean if you're hoping to get a run at the one seed you've got you know two tough three tough games out of six um you know all right yeah just give me a thumbs up thumbs down let's not even sorry tell the audience like just give me a thumbs up thumbs up okay so he locked that in all right going on to the ravens right now (laughs) there's a thumbs Uh, up for everyone there's a thumbs up all right now ravens said six and three you know um lost lamar jackson for an illness even though he wasn't, I, and kind of like bring up MVP a little bit, like with what's going on right now. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's still, still a bit of cruise, uh, take care of business. Is this the team you picture winning the uh, kind of that AFC North that seems to be the most log jammed out of all the divisions on the AFC side? Yeah. I mean, they got two games against the Browns, two games against the Steelers and a game against the Bengals. It's going to, I mean, I just don't know who's, who's coming out of that division. I would right. give them the slightest edge out of them. I mean, is, is this is this the only division that's had like I think hasn't every team led this division at one? I point? I think you might be right. Maybe the, maybe the Steelers, maybe not, but like the Bengals definitely have, the Browns have, and the Ravens have for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. Um, but yeah, and this is just a log jam. I mean, I think this. I think the team that wins this division 
is going to be the the team that's going to be a dangerous playoff team. Can I see this the Ravens being the best team out of that division? I'd have to say yes. Um, just because like, I love their running attack. I still love what they do defensively. Uh, I, I, I think, I think we have to monitor, did they do, did they figure, did we get the Pat Mahomes effect, right? Of like the defensive alignment that's going to flummox them for a handful of weeks with what the dolphins did to Lamar on Thursday night. Maybe, maybe. But I want to give I want to give each one of these teams kind of like a throwaway, like that cool college professor that was just like, oh, by the way, like on day two, it's just like your shittiest test. We're just going to throw it out. We're going to pitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think you kind of have to do that with all these teams. And so, if I, yeah, oh, for sure. I think you have to do that with this entire season. And in fact, here's the thing is, it's like, I, you know, I, I think about this is like, I don't even necessarily know if like the best team that's playing right now is going to be a lock for the best team that's playing in the playoffs. Like, I think this, this is like week 14, whoever's got the most momentum heading into the playoffs. Like that's who I'm going to feel most confident. Cause I, yeah, I don't maybe know. I'm not, I, yeah. I'm kind of not even seeing momentum and I wish I could look up past stuff. I mean, I can, I have free time. I have a computer and the internet, like, but it's just like, you know, I, I want to start asking questions. Like, has there been a team that's, you know, but was the last team, and it probably was, but lost like two consecutive games or three consecutive games and like got a one seed and make her like to me, this feels like a year where like I think at least one wild card gets to the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, no. I think you're right. Cause I think it's, it's the, you know, the, the momentum, the riding in, you know, in the, uh, in the right direction and a team like, you know the Rams. I mean, could definitely be like a, a wild card team. They're a wild card right Colts, now. Yeah, Colts. Colts could be fucking weird. Colts could be no. weird. Chargers could be weird. I really like that win on Sunday night that they had against the Chargers and just going on and tearing, just getting heated up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's look at the pass right now. So uh, the pass. Did these figure it out with Mac Jones? Are the pass already back? When they were supposed to, like, you know, you get Tom Brady and they're going to take, I keep going back, but it's just like, is Mac Jones, like someone's just going to grow in that system and be like a legit, like top 10 quarterback? I mean, considering they have the the best, second or best, I think best scoring defense in the league and one of the uh, top. Best, yeah, and they, they took over like a point differential. They're number yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, this is a, they're, they're slowly starting. Obviously, you put up a 50-piece uh you know a couple weeks ago or no three weeks ago four weeks ago against the giants or the jets and then you know go for 45 against the browns that's going to help you out but their defense 13 total points in the last three games granted against the you know panthers browns and falcons but still like it's hard to shut out or damn near blank an nfl team in this league and the pay the pats have been rolling defensively I don't know if they have like a dominant strength. Like, I don't know if I could sit there and call out any one thing that they can do, but I think that they're in this season, they're solid enough across all fronts where if one of their guys doesn't have it, if Mac Jones just, you know, throws for a buck 85 and a TD and an INT, I'm not so concerned that they're going to lose that game. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it does. It does. buddy, And I I like that a lot. I, I think there's two things happening. It's like, no one, unless you're living in the Boston area or like grew up with a fucking, 
you know, like Drew Bledsoe jersey on, like, or like what, like Ben Coates jersey. Right. It's it, absolutely insane about Mac Jones. But there is a combination of, it's just interesting because I think the big question was going to be like, can they win the division? Is like against the Bills, like they'll really have to try this. Like, I, and I want to wait till he gets to the Bills, but like, I don't know how true the Bills are now. But, you know, you look at some of these Patriots massive wins too, but I just want to be like, you know, kick the snot of a Cleveland Browns team where I think we're all questioning that team. You know, yeah. I just like it's some, but it's still like, to be honest though, like there's a lot of teams that aren't, we don't see that gas pedal. That I think that's the biggest difference this year. It's like we don't see the gas pedal that we've seen in years past where like best teams can just like run away and absolutely dominate. But we've seen that a couple weeks from the Patriots. And it's like, that's all we can ask for. You know, yeah. like we're not asking like do slugfest and I get like uh, the cheesy thing, like you play who's on your schedule, but like not, uh, I mean, I would say there's what, like only two or three teams in the league that have like a, you know, a 24 point plus win. And like a couple of them, like not a lot of teams are fucking doing that. Right. NFL is a close league. The Patriots are doing that. Patriots can run away when they get you figured out and prep for it. Like they're, uh, we'll talk about a little bit more about who's going to win the division when we get to the Bills. All right, let's look at the um, the fourth seed in the AFC coming to Kansas City Chiefs, six and four. We talk a little bit if they're back. Uh, <coughs> kind of take care of the Cowboys. If you want to talk, talk about a throwaway game, I just looked off, you know, like uh, we saw the, the D back slip in coverage. And I think yep. it was on the, the Cowboys' first possession and just, like, not connecting. Like, a lot of just kind of drop balls, not having Amari Cooper. Like, uh, C.D. Lamb gets injured. I don't – but still, like, are you still impressed with the Chiefs? This is a good Dallas defense, but I still – like, I still felt like I saw drop balls, and it's like – I don't know. Yeah, we, we sack strip from behind, you know, drop balls from Kelsey. Yeah, both, uh, both, both guys with two turnovers, like, in the, yep. in the first half. Yep, yeah, I mean – here's the thing if I'm a Chiefs fan that I'm walking away with is that our defensive line got pressure. Oh, that's that's a great point. I did forget about that. Yeah, this this defense did look, it looked fired up. And I think it's what we learned like last year was like they still had a terrible defense. It happened, I think, a little later in the season. Actually not, it just, the season feels longer. But I think around like 11, week 12, like they really started like clicking. And they seemed like they gave a a shit being out there. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, and here's the thing. If Chris Jones and Frank... Uh, Clark can get pressure on that's that might be just enough that they need that defense to go from fucking God awful to uh, mediocre enough where the, the chiefs can win games. And, and normally we see that and it's, you know, they go, it's, it's a, you know, 35 to nine, right. Cause they're just scoring on every, every possession. So the off feels like, well, they only scored 19 points. And we had some really dumb shit turnovers uh, and and bad penalties. Trey Smith had three penalties. Then we had like almost basically on two possessions, back-to-back possessions where we had um, uh, taunting, right? Fucking Felton firing a fake gun at the side. I mean, just this is not championship level stuff. And Chiefs fans, feel good about your defense because that's what we saw from Frank Clark. If the offense can get right, and Pat Mahomes can write the ship, which we should trust that he can, that'll be better enough to make a very deep run, if not make it to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, absolutely. Because I also feel like that's on the defense side of the ball, where it's just like defense doesn't really have like off days. It just seems like they have to figure it out. And when they start like really clicking, it's just like, oh, this is our defense. Like this is a personality. But it's just like, it's really weird. Like seeing this chief team, have they, 
like they broke 30 at home like once this year zero uh, I'd, have to, I'd have to like take a peek i mean it was against cleveland and that's it yeah because uh i think yeah the washington football team was at washington and the yep. raiders were at the raiders yeah and that's the thing is is they've got a very healthy schedule for yep. them they've they've got steelers chargers Bengals, but they're booked in by the broncos they have a bye week this week or next week rather uh raiders which we know the wheels are just falling off with them um so i mean three and three is i think like your worst case scenario in that schedule and you're looking at you know what 10 and 10 and seven i mean you're still you're still a wild card i think you're a wild card team at that place uh yeah we'll cook through these wild card teams right now so here's the top slot as we said uh just to recap titans uh the number one seed ravens two patriots three chiefs four that means all these guys are leading their division right now um I don't really know why, because it says Patriots six and three. I don't know if this is projected. Or the Bills six and three, Patriots seven and four. Where did the Patriots have the actual division? Who cares? I downloaded this. It's from a reputable site. Um, okay, Bills, Chargers, Bengals. Uh, do you like these right here? Is there a team on the outside looking in? We we, we touched on the Colts. I think uh, I think I wrote down that this is basically like nine teams. I think I actually think I want to amend that. I think it's really eight teams. I think it's the top seven that we talked about. Titans, Ravens, Pats, Chiefs, Bengals, Chargers, Bills. And I think Colts are that eighth team. I don't necessarily know how I feel about the Steelers or the Browns. Definitely not the Raiders and definitely not the Broncos. And then you've got Dolphins, Texans, Jags, Jets. And those, I don't think we see any of those teams coming out there. So I feel like there's eight teams, eight playoff teams. I'm I'm not sure I know entirely at this point which seven are going to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah, that's a good point because I, I yeah I think you almost have to look at it's like the the AFC North has to figure itself out. I think yes. it's the biggest thing. It's like you know like there was a there's some Raiders love early, obviously, like you said, like the was well off that. There's definitely like a Colts like trying to buy in, but I would still put you know. I put the Bengals, Chargers, Browns kind of hopscotching and reworking something. And then the only my outside looking in would be like, obviously, like I like maybe the Colts, the Colts to knock out like yeah. that to, to take like maybe the Chargers spot if they can't say hot. Cause I, I do feel like that. I know you love the Chargers, buddy. We talked about it. Yep. We talked about. Um, and then, yeah, just I, I, I like two teams from the two teams from the North and two teams from the West. But our, our, the only thing I worry about with the North is, is that are they going to cannibalize themselves and like Another. so much that they're just going to like, everyone's going to have one loss, basically go 500. And then you've got a team like the Colts uh, that, you know, has got, I'm pulling up their schedule as a go. That's got, you know, they got Tampa Bay next week, Texans, Pats, Cards, you know, so Texans, Pats, Cards, those are their three tough weeks. Uh, and then they got Raiders and Jags at the end of the season. So they've got, I don't know, well, four, you know, four and two, four, three and three, you know, 500 right there. That's again, their, their baseline, but they've been playing so well. They've won their last three, five out of the last uh, six here, man. I mean, you know, can they be hot? Can they go against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week that, you know, it's kind of, I don't want to say struggling against the the Giants. It's maybe not the right word, but maybe not hitting on all cylinders. Can they sneak a win at home? Can they sneak one in the Texas going to their bye week and then yeah. take one at, you know, I mean, could, could we, we'll, 
can we turn around and have them be nine and five? Uh, yeah, and I think so. And I think the way to close out the AFC is like, you know, this this Bills team sitting at the seven seed, like if they lose twice to the Patriots, I mean that's that's six and five. And it's also like they've looked, it's not like we gave all these teams like one test to throw out, but right. you know, they had that Jack's performance and then they had that Colts performance. Like this Bills team might not be very good. Like we beat the, they beat the chiefs and we all kind of freaked out because we were just like, Oh, the chiefs are finding their footing at sure. a time that he's weren't really good. Like, I don't know how good this bill's team is. Yeah. I mean, they've been I playing, know. they've been, yeah, they've been playing uh, under 500 balls since that chiefs win. They're six and four right now. They lost the Titans, beat the dolphins, lost to the Jags, which that one, that one's going to haunt their season. Uh, they smoked the jets. Then they got fucking walloped by, the Colts here, and then they've got Saints, Pats, Bucks, Panthers, Pats again, Falcons, and Jets. So, I mean, they have some favorable matchups towards the end of the season, but that Saints game, the way they're playing, it's like, I'm not sure what are we going to see. I mean, thank God they've got Trevor. Yeah, you can run on them, which is yeah. not a good combination, like, with the Saints. It's like Kamara's back. Like, they definitely, like, they've, they've leaned on just kind of, like, banging the ball at you, which is, yeah. I mean, almost got another. That, that, that last week, yeah, 264 yards on the ground uh, is dangerous. And, uh, you know, they've, they've had – here's the other thing that, that makes me the most concerned. Over those last three games, they're averaging three turnovers a game. That's a lot. I mean, that's, you know, that's not going to – am I right on that? Yeah, three turnovers a game. You're not sure, bro. I'm not questioning you. All right, let's yeah, take no, some peak at the NFC. Uh, Cardinals at the one spot – into uh take care of the Seattle Seahawks. Kyler Murray banged up. I think we both I don't picture Cardinals finish at the top spot. I think they're we both thought they were a little suspect at the time, even though they're kind of you know flipping that projected NFC West on its head. Uh I don't know to me, like if I get a bet against a team that's kind of at that one seed or coming off that bye, like I want to bet like the Cardinals and Packers to me aren't even close. If the if they play on a neutral field, like it's Cardinals or it's uh Packers by six. Yeah. Four, I like four. it. I like I I like a neutral field. Yeah. And that's the thing is is um you know this is where it's start to get fucking crunch time for the Cardinals, right? Like are they gonna be legit? They're nine and two, they have a bye week this week. Yeah, I they, feel like we always we always see one of those teams that are just like that hold on to just you know that bit like we saw from the Steelers before like all these teams like I always bring up that that Broncos team that was like 2012 where they, they starts out so strong and then the kind of the wheels just come off. That that's not a fun team to watch. I don't know if it's like a figured out. I think it's just more of maybe they were on more Zoom calls together and they really <laughs> got, they got dialed in like a lot quicker. Now other teams are catching up. Yeah. And yeah, and they've just they're they're in uncharted waters. I mean, they're they're not used to being the prohibitive favorite walking into these games. And that that is a little something different when you're the top seed. I mean, we talk about it. Teams come in will fucking get up. The Bears, you know, they're gonna see the Bear and Bears in two weeks. And maybe the Bears are like, all right, fuck it. We're gonna go and try and wreck these guys' seasons. We don't have anything to play for, but let's see if we can fuck up these Cardinals a little bit here. I see that um, Packers number two. I think Packers overall, like my favorite together team yeah. out of like all 31 other teams. Like, I mean, I just, I like the Packers. Yeah. They've seen it all. They've had the experience. They've gone to NFC championship games. Uh, they lost in that, in that Vikings game. Let's go Vikes. But you know, I think the, the Vikes are a little bit better than we give them credit. Uh, for. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you like the Vikes? I know it's a little I bit. I do. 
it's a hot topic right now, like a little popular thing to talk about, but it is like, it's, they've always been a little inconsistent, like always, yes. usually in years where you have consistent teams, especially with the NFC, like it's just going to be like a recipe for disaster, but they're an inconsistent team in an inconsistent conference in an inconsistent league. Like they can't, you know, they can get, they can get weird. They can get hot where home field doesn't matter. Like right now they're chalked to play the Cowboys. They could go in and beat the Cowboys. They like absolutely, yeah, they just like what, and travel to play the Packers, a team they know a lot and then fucking play the Cardinals. This is, this is the NFC kind of, this is the wildcard team I've talked about. Something like this shit. Yeah. Like a I mean, gold the- Vikings. Like I like all this. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing is, is if you look at their games, they've been in almost every one of these games and like right down they've the line. They've been up by seven or more in every football game this year. Right. This is nuts to you, right? And here, this is the thing. This is the thing where it's like once the I think the Vikes are the consummate team that plays to the level of the team that they're playing. Like you're going to get a fucking 31-34 win coming down to the wire against the Packers. But then you're also going to get a 19 to 17 win against the the Lions, right? Or like a you know like a seven you know 14 to seven loss against the Browns. These are those. This is like the Vikes in a nutshell. But if you look at these games, like lose by a point to the Cardinals, lose by three to the Bengals, lose by a touchdown to the Browns, beat the Lions by two, uh, six beating by the Pan- Panthers by six in OT. Dallas they lost by four. The Ravens they lost by three. Chargers, they lost by a touchdown or won by a touchdown. And this game, they won by a field goal. They're legit in every one of these fucking games. Yeah. You you take that Cincinnati loss at fucking the, the game that we yeah, talked about where nobody wanted to win. They're six yeah. and four. You know what I mean? And then you 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 don't shit the bed against the fucking Browns, and they're right up there. They're, you know. No shit. And you give them that, you give them that um, what was it? Oh shit, I can't remember. Was it this? No, it was the Cardinals. You get in that Cardinals win too, where they missed the fucking field goal. Yes. Right. Yeah. They, okay. They so those two games, right. You're yeah, now seven the, and three. That Bengals game, they had the ball in field goal territory, turn it over. And then the Cardinals game, they miss a fucking like, what, like 30 yarder. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, those are those two games right there. And they, this is a totally different season. I mean, uh, I guess, but we're, we're still like at the five seed. <laughs> so we right. no, you're a four seed at this point, right? Probably, right? You're a four seed, but still, I mean, you gotta you gotta well, beat gotta, the, the Packers. To, yeah, we have to have the division. Yeah, you have to, yeah, but still, you're not. This team isn't like the number one seed. I don't think they're catching, you know, an eight and three, you know, uh, Cardinals or Packers. But uh, and I know the Cardinals are nine and two. But I was saying if they won that game, that's why I was making yeah. that quick adjustment. But yeah, I mean, I like this. I mean, right now they're the sixth seed right now. The Vikes, the you know, you've got Bucks, Rams, Vikings, Saints. That's your four through seven right there. Yeah, but we can't jump the bucket. I mean, because at the end, we're going to be a wild card. So the highest we can be as a wild card would be the five seed. I understand. Yes, I, I hear you. What I say? Four? I was wrong. <laughs> uh, so Cowboys right now. Do you like the Cowboys? Are we going to see like typical Cowboys meltdown or is this like nfc east so easy to fucking win or are you like this eagle seems crazy this is i'm so glad you brought up the eagles team we both hate the eagles but i mean this team is i love betting against them i love talking shit and they're i mean they are just 
quietly like below the radar becoming a little bit of just like the cinderella i i like where your head's at b i like that we're we did not talk about this but i'm liking that you're right on here they lost they've won three of their last four here they're starting to heat up and what a fucking run they could go on here with they got two games at with the giants two games with the washington football team jets and cowboys i mean they have five very winnable games (laughs) 10 and 10 and 7 will absolutely get you a wild card spot it's not so fucking nuts that they could go out and fucking and and win also what a what a scary team like if you're if the bucks do you want to host the eagles like the cowboys definitely would want to do it division wide but let's give the cowboys their due because they did win a few more games than the eagles at this point uh so do you feel like this cowboys scene like running out of momentum as they usually do like it seems like i know you like to talk about the injury bug and keep your eye on that it does seem like a lot of these kind of like and they are a team full of stars and the defense did start out tough but as we talked about also like INTs, all those turnovers can be a little overvalued just because they're not going to be as consistent as you need them to be. Like, are they so this, momentum or are they good? Yeah, this is the thing I didn't like is, is clearly Dak didn't have it early on. Like, he was missing some throws. He didn't look like in rhythm. So why why does Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the, the Cowboys, just sit there and go, look, like, we have one of the stronger offensive lines in the league. You know, uh, the Chiefs, defensive line i mean they can they can rush the pass but have they been stout against the run last couple weeks yes but they gave up a buck 22 of yards against the packers uh in a game where they were fucking uh you know starting a quarterback that hadn't played in almost two years so why don't we just lean on the guy that we paid a shit ton of money in ezekiel elliott uh tony pollard who i also very much like can do some things too why don't we just go full like uh you know lean into the run there and just let our offensive line and make it a who's fucking stronger in this game and just i don't i don't know what i don't know what we're doing i don't know why we didn't do this in a game that they really still had a chance to sneak and steal out there but i just i don't i don't get it sometimes i don't understand what what count moore's thinking yeah it's a little bit like mike mccarthy to me too like just watching him like there were um a couple of things i remember there was a lot of settling for field goals, which whatever that's corny, like you're going to do it sometimes, but there was like kind of a lack of aggression where they're just like, Oh, we'll hang in this to the end. Yeah. Which I, definitely, I definitely felt like this chiefs team had a target on their back. where just like get aggressive, go after them. But I think I remember a punt in the fourth quarter with like, not it was like you're down like two scores. And I think it was like seven minutes left or something. And they punted the ball away. And it was just like, it seemed like a little like, like know know your clock a little bit more, or t- or take a take a chance. Like trust your guys, and they're like they kind of weren't doing that. Yeah, yeah, it it is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I think with McCarthy, it's very like play safe, play yes. conservative. And uh, if that was the case, then you lose CD Lamb, you lose your basically your best best passing option. It's like all right, well let's just fucking out physical at the, them at the line of scrimmage and just lean on fucking Zeke. They're eventually not going to want to tackle this guy anymore. So, or, or yeah, why the fuck did you pay him? I don't understand. To only to only tote the rock for sixteen times. What what are we doing? And Chiefs only scored like was it nineteen? Nineteen points. 
I mean, and they had a real chance to fucking come down there instead of going for the touchdown at the end, kick a field goal and still try for an onside kick. I mean, they were, they could have won. They could have tied that game up They They were, you know, two possessions. It wasn't outlandish for them to try and, and, and win that game. It's crazy. Like we'll see how they bounce back. I still won't like bust nuts about it. They are, they seem like one of the more just kind of uh, handling the injury thing out of all kind of these top seven seeds. Look at the Bucks real fast, losing two games in a row. Tom Brady throwing, you know, four interceptions over the course of his last two games, losing after that by week, which is not a brand. But, you know, I think this Buccaneers team still has a better record than they did at this point last year. I think, were they six and four last year when they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. Or somewhere yeah. around this. So it's definitely, it's not panic time. Uh, Buccaneers still, still have your respect. Yeah, I think so. And right now they're winning 27-10. So I said they, they were struggling a little early. Looks like they've, they've taken control in the third quarter. Uh, Brady threw another INT, but that really wasn't his fault. That's a tip ball. You know, that's always going to fuck teams up right there. But yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I definitely feel like they're, they're going to be vying in that, you know, two through four spot. You know, they're going to, I don't know if they've got enough juice in the tank to jump this team here and, and sneak up to maybe they could i'm trying to look at their schedule i don't know yeah maybe they could or they're only one game back but you got colts bills saints a plucky little panther team twice yeah maybe they've got enough in there you know what i mean to to get in there and, and steal the one spot but i don't know it's so it's so up and down and they've been you know an injury plagued team this year so i'm, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop a little bit injury wise so let's take a look at the wildcard teams just around. And now we talked about the Vikings a little bit. They got enough love. Lord knows I'll talk about them forever. But uh, <laughs> um, Saints, I don't have any real fear for the Saints. And which direction are the Rams moving? The Rams, another team that lost two in a row, um, like heading in their bye week. Is this is this team legit? Were they resting on their laurels? Like, you know, they're, they're trying to throw, and we talked about a little bit, but they're trying to throw the kitchen sink and everything. It seems like anybody that comes available, they're just like, let's win absolutely now, which will be, you know, coming up super short if they don't win now. And now they're not on the outside looking in, but they're definitely in the wild card spot. And I don't think, I don't see anything better from Mass Effort. Yeah. I mean, this next week here against the Packers is going to be, like I'd said with the, the the cowboys here i need to learn like do they have do they have this extra gear we know they pushed all their chips into the middle to try and win a championship but do they have like a championship level of caliber like all right we got knocked on the mat like do we have the ability to get up and fucking show everybody who we are we get a bye week to kind of figure this out and get right um this week is is you know, week 12 for them against at the Packers is as big of a game for them as their entire season. It'll tell me everything that I need to know, I think, about this Rams team. So I'm going to reserve any sort of opinion because the 49ers have been playing better as of late. The Titans, obviously, were kind of still fighting. Up until then, we were they were looking great. They were looking awesome. So did they deviate from the the special sauce that, that were winning, you know, that had them winning, you know, se- seven of eight games? Or is there something really wrong or broken with this team that they're they're now trying to figure out? I don't know. We will see. I'll reserve judgment until after pod 195. Oh, after pod number 195. Uh, guys, look at that. You got the breakdown right now. What a comprehensive look at the NFL playoff picture. 
Uh, nothing can be trusted. We'll get a little bit more into that <laughs> in a gambling corner. But time for hear about this. Hear about, about this. Hear about this. Um, all right, I got a car in San Diego. Um, a car. You did. Car. I got rented. You rented a car. Yes. Uh, I did, but this was an Uber I got in. You remember that? But yes, I got yes. I got an Uber. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Uh, I think it was to get to there, but um, it was playing Christmas uh, Christmas music, and this was November seventh. How early is too early to play Christmas music? That's too early, bro. Why is he playing? Well, first off, can't you like request them not to play music? Uh, can't you request them to yeah. be like a silent as fuck mode? Is yeah, that where it is? Yeah, I think you can put that on there. Like, there's definitely there's some towns that have it. I know, I'm trying to remember which town has it. I New York has it, and I don't think L.A. does because okay. I think I remember New York having the and they probably maybe they added it but i haven't seen it in new york but la has the uh what's your talking preference and there's uh chatty kathy's or shut the fuck up it's not all that but it's like some slight scale like that yeah yeah and then it's also like uh air preference like do you want the windows down do you want like heat on but uh i yeah i just thought it was actually insane and then someone they were singing along to it which is nuts man your driver was singing along to it singing along like humming which is shut up dude that's even worse humming is fucking whistling and hu- whistling whistling is the worst oh, whistling is in your face whistling is in your face whistling's sure. like fucking i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i don't know the words but i'm definitely gonna fucking whistle this tune at you humming yeah. is uh is the distant cousin of okay uh too early without a without question after Thanksgiving is the appropriate Christmas startup time. That's the time to no, go. Which I still think by default is still a little too early to me, but I guess that's three weeks of those same fucking Christmas songs. Three weeks. Three, look, we, we, you know, and I, we've talked about the log jam of holidays between yeah. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. They put them all in one spot. Too There's much. It's too much. Fucking... Make, it ad, make it a day. So get, get in your, like, get in your Squid Game costume. We'll open presents and we'll eat turkey, and then we'll just like we'll wrap this up, and that'll be the year. That'll Make be the end of the year. Day weekend. <laughs> It'll be easy. Yeah, then, I like that. That's efficient. Like, like yeah, pull, pull like a party popper, and that's it. All right, uh, LeBron James tried to get Pistons Isaiah Stewart's phone number to apologize. Don't get me started, bro. Don't get me started. Fucking line strong. Uh, I heard about this. I saw about you, this, B. I bet you did, buddy. Which side were you on? What do you think? Pistons forever. Pistons for life. Fuck you, LeBron. Oh, you thought LeBron was a little out of bounds. Yes, he was. He swiped at him. I thought I think he was like like a lunatic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he was. I think he was. And I think LeBron fucking played it off like, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. And then and then Isaiah Stewart did himself no favors. It's one of those things. It's like you fucking got cut above the eye and you look like a lunatic. Like you're going to go nuts. I was not a big fan of that, but LeBron knew what he was doing, swiping at him. I don't think he meant to, you know, I think he meant to chin check him, but not fucking cut his eye open like that. And then was like, Oh, oh, I meant to get his number. I tried to get his number to talk to him about it. Bull fucking shit. You got caught fucking swinging at him. And uh, and it's all on the video. Everyone can see it. And now you're really like, oh, I didn't mean to. I know it was a mistake. You fucking knew what you were doing. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, okay. I got a little bit of history on this. Like, I don't think if you have the history of like a being a dirty player. I think there's some like. Here's what I think. 
I think what you know think? the cameras. Tell me what you I, think, bro. You know the cameras. You know everything's there. You know the fucking leverage you have. You know your reputation. So I think you can kind of. I think you study film enough to know like the way you can make a move. If no, and, and we just see Ron Artest do it. Like I think you can make a move, and like not look at who you're making move off like after, and like probably have a way to like justify you didn't do it. Regardless, I don't think LeBron was trying to go Rocky three on this guy. I think I think he probably did want to create a little space. They like, want to do that, and yeah. it was just like the elbows were will land where they may. This dude looked fucking insane. This dude looked insane. Charged him a second time. The the charging the second time was crazy. Well, you, like, did you did you see where he then sprinted in the tunnel, and then they were genuinely concerned because underneath the mezzanine you could like run around to the other <laughs> side of the tunnel and come through. No, this is I'm not. They were legitimately like standing on the Lakers entrance waiting for him to come yeah he looked he looked crazy it is a it is a bad it's a bad look for isaiah stewart it's one of those things where it's like it 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 overshadows like the fact that you got fucking your eye split open and fucking uh also like you're putting it you're putting it on display for a very long time (laughs) you got the eye split open go sit down and then we only have video of like 17 seconds with your eye split open you running around on the court waiting for like umps to hold you down like twice is that's a tough thing it's a little crazy like like also like the mouse and let's i let's call space fate like the mouse and palace like it puts everyone just on edge like that could happen again because it's just like We've seen it happen. We haven't seen it happen in any other sport. We're just like, this is a powder keg where like, there's another sport where the fans are closer, where it's just like, now like everyone's involved in like how we control this. So everyone's kind of freaked out about that, like justifiably. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I do love, especially when we just had the Malice in the Palace documentary not too long ago. (laughs) I do. I literally do love that uh, the Palace PA announcer was like, fans don't do it don't he was like literally like a dad like trying to scold them into not even like jumping onto the court it was like don't do it you stay in your seats you will go to jail (laughs) yeah isaiah stewart come on bro fucking keep your all right my my question from this is is like uh what's the biggest physical altercation from the most famous athlete that you can remember Oh, that I could remember. Oh, there's. Yeah. I mean, during the '80s, there's a lot. I mean, we talked about. Uh, I got the, Nolan. I got. I got Nolan Ryan doing the 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 headline. Like to me, like Nolan Ryan was like the most like top of his top of his game dude. Like getting actually into a fight. Yes, I, that's the yes. That is. Uh, so you're talking like top level A stars fucking getting. Mixing yeah, yeah, it up. A, a, yeah. A listers getting in an altercation. Yeah, where yeah. they're kind of like. Jordan never punched uh, Reggie Miller, but he definitely like clawed at him. He got into a fight with Reggie Miller. I definitely remember that. I think Kobe fucking punched Chris Childs, a New York Knick uh, guard back in the day. Did Shaq in the fight? Shaq and Barkley kind of got into it, ironically enough. Bar- Shaq had a couple of them because Shaq, Shaq, like Lakers era Shaq, started to get like fucking fed up with the hack of Shaq stuff and started dishing it out and started fucking people up. So ah. he he fucking he came at it. He he threw a couple chin checks and bows there too. Shaq got into it. Um, oh, 
I don't know if he's his A-level star, but Andre Johnson, the wide receiver from the Texans, just fucking good. Oh, yeah. And Cortland Finnegan. He fucking worked his ass over. Also, is is that the same one that – who did A.J. Green go off on? Uh, Finnegan also? Was it Finnegan or was it Jalen Ramsey? I think it's yeah, I think it's Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Andre Johnson was it. Whenever you see like a grown man like punch another like person in a football helmet, you're just like they have to be really rattled. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yes. punching somebody in the football helmet is the dumbest thing. <laughs> it's just like it's very, very injury. Um, all right, McGruber Red Band teaser reveals Peacock's premiere date, and what's Matt been up to since 2010 video? Um. I thought McGruber was going to be so stupid. I really, <laughs> really thought this movie was hilarious. It was like the most sneak up on my thing. I want to ask you, the biggest thing that you thought was not going to be funny that you think is hilarious, like movie-wise, like were you like out on like, like Anchorman, where you're like, there's no way I'm watching Step Brothers. Like, what was it like, like just kind of like a sneaker on you where you're just like, this is funny, this is a go-to. Or go old school. Like, did you like fucking, you know, Pet Detective? No, we talked about Pet Detective. I we said that we I, I said I didn't like that movie when we had our knee a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. Um, oh shit! Sneak up, funny. I thought, truthfully, I thought I, I like that you brought up Step Brothers. I thought when I watched Step Brothers, like I thought it was really funny, but I was it was one of those ones where I was like. Oh, it's just like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley going to the well. And then I realized how much, how many other people like Step Brothers. I was like, okay, good. This is good because I think this movie is fucking hilarious. So that was like, <laughs> that was more like, uh, I felt like, oh, that's was, not like, oh, that was, that was like a guilty pleasure of yours. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because uh, like my mom would sit there and be like, I watched Step Brothers again. It's really funny. And I was like, yeah. I'm liking the same stuff that a 73 year old woman is fucking enjoying. <laughs> Then we're I'm missing the mark here, but no, it's fucking hilarious. Boats and hoes. Um, all right, Yellowstone, a massive hit. The show Yellowstone. We're keeping it in entertainment, bro. Okay. New like data it. shows how much it's grown in audience demand with each season. What's the last series you completed, bro? The, the last, last TV series you watched. Yeah, just the last TV series. What are you watching? Oh, I'm watching Succession. If I can pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Are you watching it weekly? Or you yeah, baby. Yes. It's uh, Succession's fucking great. Yeah. Succession's I, I really good. I'll wait for it all at once, yeah. I know, I know. I hear you. I'm with you. Um, right. I, we bailed on billions. Uh, Succession for dummies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, probably Game of Thrones, like, all the way through. Yeah, probably Game of Thrones. We don't we don't see stuff through if it doesn't make it through we won't watch i mean technically you know like ozark i don't know if it's coming back for a third season like we watch all the two seasons of ozark i don't really feel like your show until you like get like three four seasons in right i mean is that fair to say yeah Yeah. that's fair yeah show your legs a little bit that's why it doesn't even show up my radar like i don't i remember watching the first season of ozark and then they were like oh there's gonna be more seasons and then i just stopped i was just like let me know when this series is canceled. Like, let me just know when it's all like one collection, then I'll watch it on a plane. That's my thing. Ozark is the clickbaitiest thing on Yahoo, ironically, where it's like, see the shows <laughs> that Netflix canceled? Like, Ozark is the fucking thing that they do. So I perpetually thought that that show was canceled. I don't know. I guess Handmaid's Tale. 
Doctor Misses the Conventional is Hands and Tail. We watched we watched that on a on a, on a reg on a regular basis. But you're you're watching like six or seven shows simultaneously, just like an episode a week. How do you keep all the storylines in your head? I would be like, oh, the succession guy would be like, oh, what they actually doing is like Hands Made Tale is just like I'm waiting for like one of the you know one of the cousins to come over and like take over Hands Made Tale, but I'm just like, oh, that's right, like I'm watching like that's something I'm watching. This is true. I don't think we really keep it in our heads anymore. It's like you get the week the week before stuff, but also too like we're so dumb. We fucking watch shows like looking at our phones. Like, how, like does anyone really consume TV just by staring at the TV anymore? Is that's true. Are we on this? I mean, this is, I mean, I don't, I feel like I'm the only person that's like, I, if I really like a show, I have to put my phone down. Otherwise I end up just spending on my phone, reading texts or reading another article while I listen to a fucking show that I think I like. I don't even know if I like TV anymore. I think I just like having it on. <laughs> um. All right. Perfect. You know what? Like it may, it may parenting tip. We're gonna have a couple. We got a couple of guests lined up. I'll update you about them. Ooh. We're gonna we're gonna say we're gonna save this one because holidays okay. is coming up. We're gonna have a parent on. And we'll get perfect. That. We got the time for it. Neapolitan showed every race the jam. So let's leave it alone because we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. Um, talking about favorite things about the train ride, we'll tell a little bit about the the listeners need to catch up a little bit. So yeah. I do turn, um, I turned forty in July. Yeah, I like how you really fucking worked that over. It really pained you to say that. I don't think so. Like I don't think I didn't like bother me. Like it is a thing. I, I yeah. Think I, like did you did you go through anything for your fortieth? No. Oh, you were like no you. No. Yeah, I'm a like, G about it, dude. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fucking 40. Let's go. I yeah. turned 40 twice. Yeah. Bring me fucking 80. What's up? <laughs> I was going to make that joke too. I was like, that's 80, bro. <laughs> Get your 80 on. Uh, yeah, so do this. Yeah, it's like, um, I I want to do, you know, I like trains. I think we've talked about it on the podcast. I want to do a train from LA to New Orleans, New Orleans back to LA. How, how excited are you about this? I'm I'm fucking like this idea. Do- I'm way stoked on this. I wish it was longer. When you said 49 hours on the train, I was like, yeah, baby, that's seven days. And I was like, wait, no, that's just business hours. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. That's not that. Yeah. That a work week. Yo. I'm taking a whole like, week off. Oh, yeah. Yes, we will be sleeping around, you know, like 16 of those hours. 16 to yeah, not more than 24, but 16. Yeah, exactly. I'll make sure everyone only gets 16 hours. Eight hours, that's it. Do you, know what you're, do you know what to expect? Do you know how it's going to work? I don't know anything about anything. I'm, I'm already making decisions that I know I'm going to be, I'm going to pay for. Yeah, I don't want to step on your feet. So it's, uh, I think there's like six to eight stops and there isn't a stop that lasts more than like 20 minutes. I do remember getting off of one stop and stretching my legs, but it ain't like you walk out and you see the town. So there'd be no no ability to go on a fun scavenger hunt in these towns. Mm, I like what you're doing. If you could plan a scavenger hunt on the train. I would, I've been thinking about it. Or maybe we do like a murder mystery on the train. I was thinking about that too. 
I don't want to stop you. I don't want to stop you. No surprises in this too. I have to cancel. It's worth you losing the Neapolitan showdown to not surprise me with any of this awesome stuff you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't done it. Well, first we got to get okay. the date and times. Then the plans commence. Yeah, you haven't pulled the trigger yet. So I yeah, I think I just I I think I need to call them and just be like, hey, like I need eight tickets and just like get the eight tickets and then figure it out from there. For sure. Because like someone's gonna fuck it up. Someone's going to buy like coach, or they're gonna buy the wrong day, or they're gonna do it from like New Orleans to LA and not pay attention. Like it's just gonna be it's gonna be a fucking disaster. Yeah, I almost was gonna I almost dove on one of those rooms just right out of the bat, be like, fuck you all. I got. I know. Room. I love the rooms. Yeah, there's like there's the there's the roomettes and there's like roomettes or whatever, but it's also like the there's also the two bunk bedrooms. There's a lot of a lot of possibilities here. Yeah, of- and the app the app was a very great. First off, Amtrak, not my MVP of the week. Your fucking app stinks. <laughs> it does. It does. Very confusing. I'm gonna have to reload. Okay, they're not here for that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're, we're uh, too deep. This is this is going down. So what's your? So you're going to be on a train from probably from los angeles to new orleans around july what's the top three things you're most excited about number three number three coming out of the gates strong no phone baby i love just let's disconnect let's get away from 49 hours just tuck that bad boy away i also want to tell everybody get the fuck off the phone we're here for brand i like that i like that you think you do that you think you just like shut off the phone I mean, if I can't, yeah, if, as long as there's not TV on and I feel compelled to watch TV and I'd be on my phone, then yes, <laughs> right. I can do watching, it. Yeah, if you're watching Billions, then you got to fire up that phone. Yeah. How would that work? Like, um, if you really did want to kind of disconnect, like, not go to the woods, but this would be the closest, maybe you do it. Like, would you, like, with the wife, like, have a pager, have a bat phone or something? Maybe get a disposable phone and it's just like, just call this if I need it. Because there's no temptation of internet. You just get a burner. And then if something like fucked up happens, like she can call you, but you just have the burner on you, but you don't need to scroll through the burner. You're not like, you know, Instagramming. You're not like looking at any like internet Yahoo headlines, like just, yeah, just that. Yeah. 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 I want to be disconnected for 49 hours from the world. Um, I will maybe, maybe we'll make a phone tree because I know one of you fucking on the train can't be without their phone. So maybe I'll just be like, text so-and-so if you want to get a hold of me if it's really an emergency one of the kids are sick oh my god i'm gonna give that um i'm gonna like that information you just gave me so we're gonna give you 411 points on that thanks for the info love it um number three i like that we're locked in together no flakes like once you're there you're there yeah Like like it's not like you can't you can't like hang for like a second and be like, ah, oh, like I'm going to kind of rock out. It's just like, no, this is, this is it. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> this is- we're all in this together now. Yeah. When people are just like, oh, when's the event start? It's just like, this is the event. Like <laughs> this is what's going on. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's I- really like it's observation car. It's your room and it's like a food car. And that's that. How many people, well, so like how many people aside from our crew is going to be on there and how do we, how do we drink on this thing? Okay. Yeah. I love, I love your heads up. So um, that's why we have to have everyone come in and listen to this. Cause this is turned into like a tutorial of what to expect in July, but it's uh, people who bring drinks to your room, 
but there's also like the the drink carts open like all day so you just sit there like and you just and it's uh i think when i went the max in the drink car that was actually taking the rooms i think there were like four people but there is a little time where people from coach can like journey up and kind of eat in the dining car sure 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 it's interesting. The fun thing to me is, is then, oh, this might be on a console bracket. Well, it's, it's fun. Yeah, the first, the first day is learning the rules. It is like you're in prison. Learn the rules. Yeah. 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 It's like you look for the like for the strongest guy on the train card. And you just gotta kick the shadow with like a tray. Right. Okay. Like, okay. Earn yeah. a little respect. Yeah. There's an observation cart, which is a lot of fun. You can go downstairs. There's a downstairs. Oh There's my downstairs. god. I you like know how the showers? Do you know how the showers work? No, I don't know. Like I said, I know nothing about nothing. Okay, I so downloaded the, shower- the app. That was it. Okay, so the bathroom is basically the bathroom's built like uh, it's basically kind of built like a porter potty, only not as gross inside. But it kind of gives that vibe because everything. Hell yeah! Fucking, everything's fucking plastic inside. <laughs> plastic, this little like it's this little plastic uh, phone booth, and like you open up a toilet and you can do your toilet thing but also has like uh, just a shower head like right here. So when you shower, you basically shut the toilet seat, you lock the door, and then you just shower in this phone booth, like with the little wand. And you're like, you're washing in there as the train's fucking moving. And then like- Click, click it and clack, click it and clack. Yeah, click, yeah, it's, it's still moving. And I remember like hanging that up and like, I kind of didn't plan like, I guess at a decency, and maybe I should have brought the towel inside the shower. But I remember like uh, being like, oh, yeah, my towels in the room, but like my shades are open. So it's just like us going through like like fucking like a suburb of San Antonio. And I'm just like drying my pieces. Like, right here fucking my dangle hanging yeah, out. Yeah, right there where you're passing like cars waiting for like the arm to go up as a train bastard. <laughs> 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 so definitely yes, you just you just described house. my entire 49 hours through the fucking you, you know the midwest yeah exactly right there, there. that's the thing um all right Brady, what's your two spot uh two spot uh, i'm excited for the, the the culmination of the trip new orleans never been to new orleans very excited about this oh very I excited have, about this God, if you if you would put me put my feet to the fire i would have guessed that you've been in new orleans before no never have dr miss the commission i believe has in fact i think one of her like sorority sisters uh was like one of like was grew up in new orleans and was like in one of those like debutante balls or whatever you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so she's like real deal in new orleans so i have to get get a hold of uh of her uh, so it was it, it was a debate if we wanted to start with New Orleans or end with New Orleans. You do like ending with New Orleans. And let me tell the listeners right now, like, here's the debate. Like, do you fly there? Because uh, wives and girlfriends not coming on the train ride, uh, eventually the decision. So it's like, do we party in New Orleans? Because And the Sunset Limited is... There's two train lines, but this one is uh, it's actual like uh, historic train line. It does go from New Orleans to Los Angeles, and you can do it back and forth. So anyway, like the decision was like, do we hang with uh, wives and girlfriends in New Orleans and then get on the train, or do the people from out of town? Because I think it's just like half of us, or maybe a quarter of us, actually live in LA. Do we fly to LA, start, and then start the journey from LA? land in new orleans and then kind of finish with the wives with girlfriends there yeah i i 
I like a little bit of both. I like getting hung over and fucking balling out in New Orleans and then just rolling onto a train to just keep <laughs> the good times going. I like that. And then showing up in L.A. because I'm just going to be a fucking battered. That 49 hours is going to be rough. But now if I start from L.A., maybe now I've got a little carrot to dangle in front of me. Now yeah. I got a little something to play for, right? Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that's good. Like, I do. I like everybody playing for broke. Like, I, yes, that's that was my excited thing about New Orleans to Los Angeles. Number one, like someone brought this point I was talking to. Also, it's just like it. It is kind of historically that's the journey because you're kind of the trains moving like how the fucking country was settled. So there's a little bit like if you like that cheesy shit about it, like you all just right, so you can get all dorky on it. Okay, sure, <laughs> fine. Yeah. I like Plus, it though. Like, I, it's also like, cheaper. Let's just say that it's cheaper to go from LA to New Orleans. <laughs> Does that factor into it? I, it is. It's cheaper to go from LA to New Orleans. Yes, I was yeah. looking at tickets from New Orleans to LA, and they were more expensive. Why? I don't know. Yeah, uh, but here's like I don't. I feel like maybe some guys aren't gonna put their real foot on the gas because they're like this party starts in New Orleans. The party is the train ride. The party is a train ride. Let's not fucking. This is why I'm saying like, because me, yeah. it'd be like, all right, let's just hit it hard for 12 hours in New Orleans and then get to the fucking main attraction. Bring your <laughs> birthday on the train. That's what it is. Um, all right, my number two spot is. I like the fact that you have to make your own magic. Like, um, there's magic. You yeah, you can't. Yes, I, I'll do magic. Tracing. You can't okay. like. There's no like oh, we don't know what we're really going to do. So like half the crew just goes off to like hang out and fucking poolside or like the other half of the crew goes out to fucking see like, like a Vegas thing, like see a show and everybody kind of like, we're in that motherfucker together. And that, that, like, that, that. Like, we're locked up in that fucking tube. There's no fucking screen room. There's no, like if somebody wants to watch YouTube videos, like finger crossed on the internet connection, like it, it will test like how much we are actually entertaining to each other. Cause you just can't be like, Oh, I'm going to roll out. Like I'm going to go on a beer run. Like you're not, we're all, in nope. a fucking we're train. all here. We're all here together. And we're fucking, we're making the best of it. I, uh, this is going to segue into my number one, because this is what I'm most excited for is the, is the bro time, which is this, which is just in here, making your own magic. I like it, but this gives a, ve- like, um, this gives like a, a, a prolonged version of the frat like basically like we're all hung uh, held up in the frat no one can leave and we all just got to go there and just do what we do historically which is (laughs) bust balls drink have fun uh be stupid and instead of the frat where we're contained uh now it's a train moving you know 200 miles an hour or 150 miles what's it called Mobile frat. It's a mobile, mobile frat. frat. It is a mobile frat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love it. The only thing that I worry is, is like, how soon, like, what's the over under until you, like, we get the first, like, hey, you guys need to chill out. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's Are good. we a little wiser in our old age? I don't think necessarily that. I mean, it's been a while since you've thrown like a full night at it. This is also like, you know, this isn't a mobile like 
party bus. This is still like an Amtrak train. This is still like a source of transportation, I think, first and foremost. <laughs> like, this isn't like, we'll get you there and just like, if you have to do a handstand and one of your friends like bomb it, it'll be fine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it's, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question because, I mean, the, the two times I've done it, like, I wasn't with anybody else. So, you know, I can, I can sit in the corner and drink fucking rolling rocks until my eyes roll back and everything yeah, right. like, roll back in your head yeah i think i think one of them though it's charming especially if we like we have the kind of block of rooms like it just kind of turns into i like the idea like it it seems like it could turn into like a little mini like dorm room thing where people are popping each other's room it's just like what's going oh. on just like someone's like a super nintendo going someone has like you know like it's just like super nintendo like chess going over yeah yeah someone's smoking weed and blowing it out the window <laughs> in a fucking tube with a dryer filter yeah absolutely <laughs> i love it i love it i'm super stoked for this what's your number one i didn't get your I'm number excited. one uh, it's just it's all about me that's it you know <laughs> family, so, it is yeah I, I dropped i dropped my i'm not getting married card one time and i was just like hey this is treat it like that i mean i will if you want me to mail out invites i will let's just get it done i love it i love this idea i love this i i love that you brought this up and still brought it up later again here's the key this is good on you giving everybody enough time to yeah. plan for and the wives and girlfriends because this is the only way that dr misses the commission i have with three little rugrats like you gotta give us like six months and it's gotta be reasonable to figure it out yeah i made sense like it's like i you know you joke about it once i think a year out and then i was just like oh like it's kind of it's it's a little sneaky up like there's no way you can do this it's um, you know my birthday is late july if i bring this up like late may i'm just like you still ready to do this you'd be like oh like yeah um, what if it's like we just need to lock these down buy tickets get everybody on board like people can pull it off yeah for sure absolutely yeah and that's the thing is is i can do that with enough forewarning but it's when you give us like you know an impossible task like oh hey we're all in the middle of you know christmas break you know, we're all going to go to Canada. We're going to go to Montreal. It's like, yeah. ah, not happening. Cause what, what am I going to do with my kids? You know what I mean? Like not happening, man, but I love it. It's I'm stoked. I'm excited. Uh, perfect. Well, I'm going to take the W for that. Just cause yes, of course it's all about all you stay yeah. on that tip. Uh, wish the luck. We'll see you that. Uh, Brandon, the game in the corner. We will get to that guys. We are uh, beyond the hour of power, but the big thing we'll be posting, like there's something about just like, live betting right now like it's really there's more value in seeing kind of how teams going to shake out especially with the nfls as upside down as this but we'll have enough time to get into it next time because we did give you the full breakdown of what's going on in the playoff picture how we see it and oh yeah it'll be so much fun um all right guys it's been it may be sports podcast episode 194 um uh, mvp of the weeks real fast i gotta go jonathan taylor i mean third all time like fantasy points by running back i think he'd lost like two receivers but yeah uh people make a little push for his mvp nod which i don't think can happen just because we watched what derrick henry did last year and if derrick henry can't get at mvp boat with uh what how he shattered the record it'd be really hard to see jonathan taylor do this but um you know it's it's fun to see like we're talking about like a cold team like jonathan taylor just putting the team on his back taking control and it 
the MVP does seem like super wide open. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah, there's no, there's no definitive, like we talked about earlier, there's no definitive like main guy. There's blips of times. I think it's much like your playoff teams, like whoever's the hottest name at the end of the season, it's probably going to be your your MVP of the of, of the league there. Uh, my MVP going with another football player. I'm going with Taysom Hill. Get your money, boy. Get your money, son. Way to figure that out. We can't hate you for getting contracts. I can't hate you for fucking earning that money. Uh, Size and extension. Yeah, 24 million guaranteed. It looks like it's going to be around 40, and the upper echelon is 90. Which which that ain't going to happen, honestly. Um, But here's a guy who averages 21 snaps a game this season. Just accept me, but you know, he hoodwinked him. I shouldn't say he hoodwinked him. He got his money. He got a very like uh penalty laden contract. And so they were like, it was basically like, if we don't use it, we lose it. So let's just extend him for more so we can make this a little bit more palatable and not take a fucking nine million dollar dead cap hit. It's so weird. Like you just get in where you fit in, and they're just like, he's slightly better than a backup quarterback. He's slightly not good enough to be a starting quarterback. So right. Like keep tearing him checks. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's so funny too. There are some people that have totally like like their agents gotta feel fucking great. And then they're and and they just finesse the system and earn a shit ton of money. And then there's some other guys like Scotty Pippen. Oops, sorry, Scotty. Oh, got him. Just fucking got him. Kind of when are you coming on, Scotty? I didn't hear the return invite. We want to hear you. Uh, we want to hear you, buddy. But I also, yeah, like the the MVP should be. That's my MVP. Is like Taysom Hill's agent. Yeah. Like when he was just like, oh, I got this guy. I'm sure he's like seventh or eighth on his rung, and he's just like, man, this guy's. I'm clearing checks with this motherfucker. I'm fucking. I'm making a bank on this guy. Yeah. I guess it may be sports podcast episode one ninety. Oh, thanks for listening. We're seeing up on the 200. We got more guests coming up. We're going to give you all the coverage as the NFL season starts to close out. And we'll still give you those gambling tips to just pivot a little bit. I don't think you wait for the actual pregame anymore. Get in game, get your money there. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, if you're anywhere on the sunset line cruise line of that train track, look out. You will see my Johnson. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.